Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We are going to be talking about Syria in Bible prophecy today. As you know, President Trump has just announced that he is going to bring our troops out of Syria. Does that have anything to do with Bible prophecy? <laughs> oh, yes, it does. Big time. However, before, sometimes I get into the mode that I've got to make a point, but something else happens in the news as it has with Syria. I had planned to finish what I was saying about America in Bible prophecy the other day, talking about the Russians and how they have weapons that they say, Putin says that no one can stop them. So before I get into Syria today, I want to back up and finish what I was trying to say in yesterday's program. This is all having to do with the Russians attacking America, the fall of America, and things like that. So let me finish what I say, then we're going to jump into Syria. Okay, so let's go to Revelation 18. And I'll just quickly read the verses so we can kind of get a running start to the point that I'm trying to make. Revelation 19, And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened by his glory. Now, you remember, I memorized the book of Revelation, and in that process, I was given 30 revelations and two visions, and that's what I wrote into the book, which I have not begun discussing yet. I've not let hardly any of that out. We will get to that when the book is out, and it should be out here in another three or four weeks. The check and the book is at the printer, so we're at this point waiting on the printer to get back. So I believe this angel having great power is the angel that watches over America, as there is another angel that watches over Israel. He cried mightily with a strong voice, saying Babylon, meaning America, the great is fallen, is fallen. There's two destructions coming to America, one at the beginning of World War III when the Russians attack and another one when Jesus returns. And it's become the habitation or the living spot of devils, and we have, and the hold of every foul spirit, in other words, people with foul mouths, profane mouths, profanity and cursing and cussing coming out of everyone's mouth, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. And that's what you see in, for example, many of the people on the left, they're just full of hate. I think it's so funny because they turn around and point to the right and say, oh, you just have hate. Well, you're you're a racist. You're a misogynist. <laughs> and they use all those terms uh, attacking us. And really, they need to look at their hand because when they're pointing one finger at the right, actually, there's three fingers pointing back at them. Most of the time, they're describing themselves. Now, I say all that as background. Let's get to this. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of a fornication. I explained that in detail, so I'll quickly say that essentially what that's saying is America. The reason God is going to judge her is not just because of her filth, and it's not because of abortions, sorry to say. It is because we are corrupting the rest of the world. Now, let me jump to another verse, Revelation 14, 8, and confirm this. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. Again, there's two destructions coming to America. That great city, and there's like 18 times in Revelation, it has the word great referring to America. And I believe that Donald Trump hung the word great on America with his slogan, Make America Great Again. So we are that great city. My opinion, there is no question this is talking about America. I could spend a whole hour just talking about why this is America, but suffice to say it is. Now, here's the why, or here's the reason that God is going to destroy us. Because she made all nations 
drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. That's Revelation 14.8. Those are exactly the same words of Revelation 18.3. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. So what's he talking about? I believe he is talking about Hollywood. We are the nation that has made the movies, the music, the porn, the magazines, the porn on the internet. We are the nation that all the world follows and we're supposed to be follow they're supposed to be following us to Christ. And that's the way it used to be. It used to be that our nation was the nation that the other nations followed and they found Christ. Now our nation is the nation they follow and they find porn and filth and habitation of devils, hold of every foul spirit, the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. But when it says fornication, it means that all of the nations have fallen away from Christ because of America. It used to be when the British went in and they conquered a nation, they took the Bible. It used to be in America when we conquered a nation, we sent in the missionaries. But as of what was, I guess it's about World War I, we stopped all of that, okay? As a matter of fact, we did very little of that compared to the British. That's one of the reasons the British were so blessed back before, in the early days of Britain. You can go and research it. Now, let's keep on reading here. I heard another angel from heaven saying, now this is specifically identifying us as the Christian nation this is talking about. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins and you receive not of her plagues. That doesn't mean leave America. There is another scripture, and yes, I think we will be told to leave. Now is not the time to leave. It's saying don't sin. If you don't want to be part of of the bad things that are coming to America, don't sin. As he spoke to Dimitri, he said, if they, if they want God's protection, you must tell them that they must stop sinning now. If you wait until the trouble starts, then anybody can say, oh, yeah, well, you're only just straightening up your life because the trouble hit. God is looking for people that want to turn to him now before the trouble hits. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Well, when a nation is covered with the blood of Jesus, he is not remembering those iniquities. So that's another confirmation. This is talking about a Christian nation that was once washed in the blood of Jesus. Reward her even as she rewarded you, meaning as America turns against the Christians and begins to destroy and kill the Christians, then give America what she deserves. Only, it's not just even for even, it goes on to say, double and her double according to her works. In the cup that she has filled, fill to her double. So how much America has glorified herself and lived deliciously and had wonderful houses, wonderful cars and bank accounts, so much torment and sorrow give her. Why? Because she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and I'm no widow and she'll see no sorrow. Here's another way we say that. I am a Christian. I believe in a preacher of rapture, and I'm not going to have to go through any trouble. That is the most direct sentence in the entire Bible that refutes the, the pre-tree of rapture, but of course it is worded as they are all worded. So if you don't want to believe this is talking about America, well, you can just dismiss it. If you don't want to believe that's talking about the pre-tree of rapture is wrong, then you can simply dismiss it. 
I have discovered that God is quite willing to allow me to carry the misinformation, the misunderstandings, and the simple error that I want to carry if I want to carry it. I have to really chase after the truth with all of my heart, all of my being. I have to chase the truth hard and really inspect everything that comes to me, or I will catch error. Error is the easiest thing to catch. It's easier to catch than a cold. So you got to really work to keep the error out. And those people that believe in a pre-trib or a mid-trib or pre-wrath rapture are simply misunderstood. And that's the reason, by the way, almost all of the speakers at their prophecy conferences are always talking about and doing more convincing that, oh, it's a pre-trib, it's a pre-trib, and you can't be my friend if you're not pre-trib. <laughs> well, look, you know, if it was settled in their hearts, they wouldn't have to keep talking about the pre-trib rapture. I mean, I, I'm happy to talk with someone that believes in pre-trib. doesn't bother me anything. I know I've got the truth. So they didn't. But see, it bothers them greatly if I don't believe in a pre-trib. Why? Because the Spirit of God is in our heart. The Holy Spirit is going to lead us into all truth. And that's the Holy Spirit in their heart trying to tell them, no, sorry, you got that one wrong. Verse 8. Therefore, shall our plagues come in one day, meaning that Russia will attack and defeat America in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Means that since America believes in a pre-trib rapture, and consequently does not believe, she said, I saith in her heart, I said a queen, I'm no widow, and she'll see no sorrow, believes that the pre-trib rapture going to come and suck her in the air, and she's not going to go through any trouble. Because of that, she won't listen. She won't repent. She doesn't set up big tents of revivals. She doesn't send out missionaries. She doesn't attend church. She doesn't need God. She doesn't read her Bible. She doesn't memorize her Bible. She doesn't need any of that. So consequently, her plagues come in one day. Death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly, that means completely, burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Now, let me jump down to Revelation 14.8. I want to get through this quickly. And the third angel followed them, saying, with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark and his forehead and his hand, the same should drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. He should be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of the torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest, day or night, who worship the beast or his image, or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Now, to put that in common language, if you don't receive Jesus, then your lot is to be cast into the, the lake of fire, which is the second death, which is soul death. The worst lot is if you take that mark of the beast. That is telling you what happens. I'll tell you the short answer here is you take that mark of the beast and you can cut your hand off. You can carve it off of the front of your forehead. But you take that mark of the beast and you do not get soul death. You get cast into the bottomless pit where the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer are, and you are tormented. That's what it's saying. You're tormented. In other words, you have pain for all eternity. You do not get soul death. Again, this is in my book. Get the book. It explains it. Then it goes on with a very, very big warning. 
to Christians. It says, here's the patience of the saints. It just said, you take the mark of the beast, you don't get soul death. You get eternal torment. Now, the other ones that don't receive Jesus, their name's not in the book of life, they get soul death. There is a point to where they don't exist anymore. But you take that mark, no soul death for you, you get eternal torment. It goes on to say and gives a big warning to the Christians. Here's the patience. Now, patience in Revelation means don't quit. So I'll put that word in there. Here is the don't quit of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven say to me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from the labors and the works do follow them. To the Christians, don't fall. Don't quit. Don't take that mark. You take that mark and you do not get soul death. You do not receive a time where you are not tormented. And I could take another long time to explain that. All right, now let's go back to Syria. I have said a lot of times that I really do not know when America falls, and I really do not. I Sometimes I get to thinking that maybe 2020, maybe 2021, maybe that is when it happens. But I'm about to bring you something today that shows you that that's probably not accurate, and it ties in with this whole topic about Syria. So let's talk about it. So Russia and the Arabs attack after an American catastrophe. That's what I'm about to say. Syria is one of Israel's three greatest enemies. Uh, you remember Moses in Egypt. That was an enemy. E- in, uh, Egypt was an enemy. You remember uh, Iraq with Nebuchadnezzar. You remember ben Haydad with Syria. So Egypt, Iraq, and Syria are three old enemies of Israel. If America does fall in 2020 or thereabouts, Why is it that that doesn't necessarily mean the tribulation will start shortly? Why do I think we might have some more time? Let's go to Daniel chapter 7, verse 4. Now, it's talking about these four beasts that are talking about, in my opinion, the last four superpowers. These are not world governments, but the fourth beast concludes with the fourth government. These are superpowers. The first was like a lion. That's England. And had eagle's wings, that's America. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, means America was lifted up out of England and was brought to America. And was lifted up from the earth and made to stand upon feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. So America was removed from England and made to be another nation. And the reason he mentions the lion there is to show us where uh, America comes from. We come out of England primarily. Then another beast, a second likened to a a bear, that's Russia, and it raised itself upon one side. And if you look at Russia, almost all of Russia's population, almost all of Russian strength and might and wealth, economy and military and everything is on one side, which is on the west side of Russia. East side is the gulags and snow and ice. And it had three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it, and they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. So the Russian bear was created primarily as a killing machine. Arise, devour much flesh. Where America was given a heart. And we are the nation with the heart. But if you've ever been around Russians, (laughs) I have some good Russian friends. I play racquetball with a Russian buddy. Boy, 
you do see a different heart in those people. Verse 6, and after this upheld, now here comes the reason I think we may have some more time. After this beheld, and lo, another, like a leopard. Okay, who's the leopard? All you have to do to figure out who the leopard is, is do a search for where leopards live. Print the map. Do a search for where Muslims live. Print the map. Then you do a research into the living, mating, and fighting habits of the leopard and the Muslims, and you find out that where the leopards live, that's where the Muslims live, and they both match. The perfect description of the leopard is the Muslims. So I believe it's saying that this third superpower is going to be, I said going to be, a leopard is going to be the Muslims. Do the Muslims have a superpower right now? No, they don't. Not my opinion. Let's go on. Which had the back, uh, had on the back of it four wings of a fowl, four wings. That means four nations. And the beast had also four heads. So this is four independent nations. Each nation has a leader. Now, these are the key words. Dominion was given to it. If you want to understand that, you've got to understand what dominion is. Well, I did a search just this morning on dominion, and it's found all over in the Old Testament mostly, but it's found all over. However, when you look up the word in the Strong's Concordance, there's only 11 of them. That particular word, and they're only, that word, dominion, is only found, only found in the book of Daniel. So it's saying this particular dominion is different. So what does dominion mean? And his dominion is from generation to generation, and that dominion from the end of the earth, and whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, an everlasting dominion, and every dominion in my kingdom shall men fear and tremble. So it's saying dominion is something great and powerful. Do we see any Muslim nation, and this specifically says four Muslim nations, with each of those Muslim nations have a head, do we see them work together as a superpower? My opinion, no. I believe it's close, and I'll tell you, I believe those four nations to be Egypt, Syria, Iraq, and Turkey. Say it again, Egypt, Syria, Iraq, and Turkey, and that's why we're talking about Syria this morning. I believe that us, I love Donald Trump. I think he's the best president we've ever had. But I think he is about to make a mistake by pulling our Trumps, or pulling our troops out of Syria. The reason is, is because we know that Russia is going to attack, and we know that that comes because the Arabs attack. Let me explain. January 22 of 06, I've read it many times. Lastly, heard in the night, audible voice of God speaking, Israel refuses to help America. Then she heard the following newspaper headlines in her heart. So this is the order. Everybody wants me to read them in the order she heard them. This is the order in which she heard them. Then I'll give you the order that I think that take place. Israel refuses help to America. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudem, and the fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. So, what's that saying? In my opinion, this is the order. I believe, first of all, we will see Omer ushers in the Palestinian state. 
when we see that headline, Omer ushers in Palestinian state, I'm going to tell you that America does not have long. I don't know if it's six months. I don't know if it's 18 months, two years. I don't know. But we can watch the countdown from that time. Second headline I believe we'll see is catastrophe hits America. Why? Because right now they're working on getting a Palestinian state. My guesstimation is it could come as early as 2019. So if it comes to 2019, yeah, we don't have much time. So when we split Israel, and probably that's what's going to happen, then God will split America. And that's the catastrophe that hits America when the Great Lakes split and open up all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Then, of course, the newspaper headlines will say, one of America's greatest times of need, because a catastrophe has hit. The fourth headline is, of course, America cries for help. Israel refuses help to America. Why would our best ally refuse to help America? Because America just twisted Israel's arm and made Israel give away half of their land, basically. So Israel becomes very, very angry at America. Next headline, Israel is attacked. America sends troops. That's where Syria comes in today. That's the reason I say I think it would be best if Trump were to leave troops in Syria because when Israel is attacked, we want to already have troops there. It should say Israel is attacked, America responds. But it doesn't. It says America sends troops. That tells me that at the time that Israel is attacked, America doesn't, doesn't have troops in the area. So with Trump pulling troops out of Syria, that's a bad thing. That shows us that we are drawing ever so closer to the fall of America. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. So apparently God already knew that we would be pulling troops out of the Middle East. If we'd already had troops in Syria, we could have said America sends troops from Syria down or America responds with troops or America responds with the attack. But see, this is telling us that America has pulled their troops out of Syria. So unfortunately, it confirms the prophecy. Then the sixth headline is chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. So this is, in other words, we helped Israel. They start protesting uh, about us helping Israel, and then we're hit. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri, it will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. So I think us pulling out of Syria, though I love Donald Trump, I think he's making a mistake. But I do think that it is part of prophecy. As we look into these prophecies, we can see, yes, it was supposed to happen. So let me summarize, which, by the way, I guess I need to say something. I We, we got several calls. I, I guess I slipped, and I said that Jared Kushner apparently is President Trump's grandson. Uh, I think that's not correct, of course. Pre- Jared Kushner is actually President Trump's son-in-law, son-in-law. So, yeah, sometimes I get to going too fast and things get mixed up. Okay, so let's go back through this. So in summary, if Jesus returns in 2031, and I'm not saying he will, if America falls in 2021, as Bennett said, it will. And of course, we know the tribulation is seven years long. If Jesus was crucified 
in, 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 the, in the, the Internet says somewhere 29, 30, or 31. But let's take the longest date. If Jesus was crucified in the year 31, and if you add 2,000 years to that, and I've explained why I say that, but if you add 2,000 years to that, then that would put the return of Jesus somewhere in the ballpark of 2031. So if you subtract seven years from that, that means, all of that numbers means, that between the fall of America and the beginning of the tribulation, there could be two to five years of misery. Misery. Like I know a lot of people have stored up, have guns and bullets and groceries and things like that for America. I do not plan to try to live out the tribulation in America. Well, Stan, you pretty much know quite a bit about this, so what is your plan? All right, here's my plan. I had a dream that I was looking down on this airplane, and there was it was not on a gangplank. It was They were just going upstairs, and they were standing in line to go up these stairs to get on this airplane. And I was, I was looking down on these people getting on the airplane, and I heard a voice say, two men will get on a plane with a virus, and before the plane can land, everyone on board will be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. And I said, I, literally, I mean, I, I heard it audibly, and I answered audibly. I said, what? And the voice rebuked me and said, you weren't listening. Two men will get on a plane with a virus, and before the plane can land, Everyone on board will be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. Now, I have to believe that that's the thing to watch for. So as far as I'm concerned, when I see a plane go down and everyone on board is dead before the plane can land, then that's our signal. And as for me and my house, we will pack everything within 48 hours. We will be heading to Israel if we don't already probably have a house there and already moved there anyway. And basically, I'll just put everything up for sale. Mail me a check because I'm out of here. Now, I would move to Israel and I will live in Jerusalem. Why Jerusalem? Because in the middle of the tribulation, Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, then leave town, basically. And I believe where they will leave from is the land of unwalled villages, which I believe that God is going to allow me to be a part of building. But anyway, they will leave the land of unwalled villages and they will move down to a place in Saudi Arabia. The Bible says that the, she flees into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God, and they should feed her there a thousand two hundred three score days from the face of the serpent. And then in another place it says, And the serpent cast water out of his mouth as a flood, that it might cause her to be carried away of the flood, and the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Meaning that on their way down to Saudi Arabia to a place to hide when they see the abomination, when they see the uh, devil set upon the Ark of the Covenant and say he's God, the Antichrist, then that's when they flee and they flee down to Saudi Arabia and on the way down... There is a great flood in those ravines, and the earth opens up a crack, swallows up the flood. The devil then sees that God is supernaturally taking care of them, and they are supernaturally taken care of for the last three and a half years of the tribulation until Jesus returns. So if you want to know the best place to try to live out the tribulation, I believe it's to know when to leave America and to know where to go, and I believe that that would be Jerusalem. But again, you got to be able to spot the Antichrist setting on the Ark of the Covenant. you got to be able to know that all of this is covered in my book. Just We'll talk about this in upcoming 
weeks as the book comes out, then I'll be talking more about it. But anyway, right now, I just want to say I'm not going to offer another DVD today. Uh, I'm going to believe God to speak to your heart to help us to continue to get this message out. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. In my opinion, the most important gift offer you can get is the Wake Up America gift offer. It's the testimony of Demetri Dudeman being put through five months of torture, twice on the electric chair, the angel coming to him and telling him the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. All of this is also put into a book called Prophecies of the Fall of America. It also has Michael Boldea and the prophecies from Prophet Leslie Johnson. And then I teach through, in American Bible Prophecy, 193 scriptures. That's two DVDs and a book valued at $75, all three of them available for a gift of just $30. If you don't get anything, get this. It's called the Wake Up America Gift Offer at prophecyclub.com. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal.